The gospel would seem to be pretty direct, but it isn't. Take, for example, our opening verse. Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. His disciples were with him, but clearly what he intended to say was not to be restricted to them, but offered to all. And then we're told such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood along the shore. Jesus sat in a boat, which would have meant to everyone that this rabbi from Galilee, who had earned for himself quite a reputation, was about to teach. In those days, teachers sat. Students stood. Maybe something we should do today. Jesus deliberately positioned himself so that his back was to no one. Now what does that signify? God meets every single one of us head on, face to face. No one is beyond the gaze of the Holy One. And then Jesus taught them the parable of the sower. I doubt it would have raised many eyebrows or, had, or solicited any oohs and ahs. Some might very well have been disappointed. Is this the Jesus who took on the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the scribes and reduced them to the basic elements of the universe? Is this the Jesus who cured lepers and the lame? Now he's talking about dirt? Jesus used everyday agricultural imagery people were familiar with. Farmers generally scattered seed widely, though usually only in a cultivated field prepared for sowing. Here, the sower just gratuitously scatters the seed, letting it fall wherever it will. Now, some in the audience probably would have thought that was wasteful. Jesus' focus, however, was not on the sower, but the types of soil the seed fell on. A hardened path, rocky ground, soil with choking thorns, and rich soil. The quality of each soil determined whether the seed would yield an abundant harvest or not, something everyone then knew was just the common sense God gave to doorknobs. But then Jesus concluded his lesson with a warning. Whoever has ears ought to hear. Now, that would have grabbed their attention. What did he mean? We'll get to that in a minute. But first observe that Jesus' disciples asked him why he spoke to the crowds in parables. And Jesus replied, because the knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you, but to them it has not been granted. Now, what's that about? Remember, Jesus was in a what? A boat. And who was with him? Disciples. Jesus, both disciples, put it together, and what do you got? The church. Take this building, turn it upside down, it's the hull of a ship. The world now sees 
and hears what it wishes and usually wants all to conform to its perceptions and will use its power to force conformity. The church, however, is an entirely different critter. Jesus empowers his community, his church, to live in and navigate through the rough waters of this world while empowering us with the capacity to see things as he and his father see them, always respecting our free will to accept or reject what he offers. And this often puts the church in, and the world at loggerheads. And one of those conflicts is that the world tends to lock people in nice, neat compartments. Sometimes not such nice ones. Remember, the world tolerates everything. It forgives nothing. God, however, always looks ahead to the potential that resides in each of us. Whatever our failures, whatever our shortcomings, he looks ahead to the incredible things we were created to accomplish. Now, let's go back to Jesus' cryptic statement, whoever has ears ought to hear. What did he want them? What does Jesus want us and every future generation to hear? A message of profound, life-altering hope. What kind of hope? Well, let's just start by asking ourselves a simple question. What kind of soil am I today? A path that's been hardened by the abuses of the world? Rocky ground where hardly anything can take root? Soil filled with the life-choking thorns of worry and anxiety? Or rich soil? Now let's ask ourselves, what kind of soil was I, say, last year? Five years ago? 10, 20, 30 years ago? Am I a different kind of soil today? Is my condition better or worse? How did that happen? Why did it happen? And now the most critical question. A question motivated by a spirit of hope that the grace of faith offers, however tenuous it may be. What kind of soil do I want to be? The world does not have the power to define who I am unless I give it that power. I am not, as many tell us today, just another form of animal life on this planet each human being is made in the love and image of God and therefore endowed with the capacity to love and serve each other. A person then is the type of soil he or she chooses to be. The good news of the gospel is that if at some point in life one is like a hardened path, rocky ground, Filled with choking weeds, one is not doomed to remain such. The world says that's the case, but the church says no. Now, why are we not doomed to remain in that condition? 
What is the seed that Jesus sowed then and sows now through the gifts of his word and sacrament in his church? It's his Father's love, which is so rich in grace that with one's consent and cooperation, one can be transformed into rich soil and yield an incredible harvest of goodness and blessings. But back to the question. Do I have the ears to hear that message? To hear the beauty, the truth, and the hope of such a message? And do I help others, as a believer, to hear that message?